Hi, and welcome back to the HSP Connection with me, Philippa Robinson. And me, Robbie Lee. This is where we share our stories, insights, and strategies to help fellow highly sensitive people navigate their own path to living a fulfilling and meaningful life. Philippa, what are we talking about today? Well, Robbie, today we're going to be talking about permission. Permission. Because, you know, this is the first of our, like, new material, new, all new episodes for HSP Connection after the introduction of the 10 that we did a new intro to. And, you know, so having worked our way through those really recently, there's some really great stuff in there strengths and about relationships and the beauty and gifts and intuition and perfectionism and people pleasing and all those things there's some really great stuff in there and it it really struck me that the next thing that I thought was a good idea to talk about having worked our way through all those things was permission so that's what we're going to do today and by permission I mean, giving ourselves permission. Yeah. We can say to everybody listening, you have permission to do all of these things that we're going to talk about. And it's not really our permission that matters. Um, The permission that really matters is you giving yourself permission. It's so true. It's so true. And it's such a, a change in perspective, you know, mm. because I think it can be so easy. I mean, we grew up as kids, obviously, we're kind of trained, right, to get permission from the from outside people, adults and you know, parents, teachers, etc. And moving that to the inside and realizing that you are the one to give yourself permission, it can be a really, it can be a really big thing. Um, And very freeing, actually. I think, you know, I've heard Dr. Brene Brown talk about writing yourself a permission slip. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. 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 My therapist used to do that sometimes, get me to write myself permission slips. And they were always to either rest or to do what I needed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're right and you're you're so right to start it there that it's you know that we we grow up really not having autonomy and not being able to um, do what we want on the back of what we need Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of us don't grow up I mean I definitely didn't and I know I'm not alone I had no idea what I needed let alone what I wanted, because I definitely grew up in a household that wasn't interested, really, or certainly didn't appear to be interested. And I didn't feel there was any interest in what I needed. Um, So to look inside for me and to work out what I needed, what I want, and to then tell myself that that's okay. It's completely okay to have that need, completely okay to want that need to be fulfilled and to go about doing that is absolutely, totally okay. Mm-hmm. I had to, I learned that as a 50 something year old woman, 
So, you know, um, I would love people listening. If you aren't giving yourself permission yet, please really, really consider it. Really, well, I, I, what I really want to say is do, do it. <laughs> do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Because waiting for other people to give you that permission, um, you know, you might never get it. But also you're giving all your power away. Yes. Whilst you're waiting for somebody else to tell you that you can do it. It's exactly right. Mm. right. It is about reclaiming our power by knowing that we are the ones to give ourselves permission. Yeah. You know, and there can be so many of those old scripts that we created in childhood to survive, right? They came with us into adulthood. They're running in the background. We don't even realize, um, you know, that we're needing permission, but our actions are showing us that we're kind, we are, we're waiting around for someone to tell us it's okay to do some, it's okay to rest. It's okay to take a break. And really what we're saying is we are the one like take that power back. We are the ones that can be saying that to ourselves. Yeah. 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 And it's like the language that we use, you know, um, I've had to really stop myself saying sorry all the time. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's still oh, a thing for me. Yeah. Oh, you bumped into me. Sorry. Sorry, I was in your way. Uh, no, <laughs> you walked straight into me, but sorry, sorry. And Philippa, I had an existential <laughs> moment with that very thing. This was probably, I don't know, six-ish years ago. I was in my workplace, walking in the hallway. A man bumped into me. I said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. He said nothing, kind of looked at me like I was, he was annoyed with me. We both kept going in our opposite directions. I walked away from that and went, why the hell did I just apologize to him? And it just kind of like broke my mind open because I was like, oh, what? this is a, I do this all the time. I'm just yeah. apologizing for existing in the space. Yeah. Yeah. We got to stop that. Yes. And, you know, it's still a work in progress. I do. It's still it it can be an automatic reaction sometimes, but I am working on it. But that's just one example of the the language we use, you know, oh, sorry. Or oh, is that okay? Or if you don't mind. Oh, uh, yes. (laughs) So familiar. Yes. 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 And I think as women, I, I I don't know I you know I I don't think I hear men saying that quite so much that I, I, I could be totally wrong so if anybody thinks I'm totally wrong please feel free to send us an email and tell me I'm wrong but those and it doesn't matter whether it whether men do it as well because men will probably be doing it for the same reasons that that, that we're doing it but it it is that like giving our power away all the time by like you say apologizing for taking up space apologizing for I don't know doing something that that we need to do or we want to do um which is which is why we're coming back all the time to permission that's right so what, what were some of the things that that you have given yourself permission to do Robbie? Well, as you know, and as listeners will know by now, 
Um, perfectionism is something that I've <laughs> struggled with. Um, I'm a considered myself a recovering perfectionist, though it's a it's a constant thing that I need to that I that I work with. And so one of the things I've given myself permission to do is to be imperfect. It's permission to be imperfect. Okay. And I, I actually like, I, I write things like that in the top of my calendar. I leave myself sticky notes. You know, it's just, I, I don't have to be perfect in order to earn the right to exist somewhere. Okay. Yeah. And another one that is maybe, well, I don't know how it'll be received, but this was a real, really big one for me. When I was still in corporate America, I found myself feeling annoyed that part of my, that I would have to get up so early in the morning and put makeup on before I felt like I could be in a place where work happened, that then my face could be seen. And I have nothing against makeup. So this is actually not about makeup, but it was about my mentality of my naked face wasn't good enough to be in a workplace mm. and do work, you know? And it was definitely, I mean, it definitely came, I didn't make up that on my own. Like it came from a lot of messages and conditioning, you know, over my lifetime and hearing my mom say she had to put on her face you know, it's like, well, no, you have a face, <laughs> your face is there and it's gorgeous. Right. Um, but just this mentality that, um, there was something I had to, a mask I had to put on essentially before I could go and do my work. And I'm like, my male coworkers aren't being asked to do that. And I was annoyed by it. And I very slowly started doing less and less makeup and it felt terrifying terrifying. And I remember the the day that I finally showed up to work. I gave myself permission to show up to work with no makeup. Mm. It felt like the biggest accomplishment. And, you know, nobody said anything, probably nobody, you know, nobody, I was going to say, cared. did you get most people? Didn't, no, nobody <laughs> cared. Honestly, it was all going on inside my head, you know? Um, but that's the whole point of it. Like this stuff goes on inside our heads and so what I did is I gave myself permission to have a different relationship with makeup so that it could be a fun thing if I wanted to put it on, but not that it had to be a prerequisite for me being seen by another human. Okay. So you, you got to choose. I got to choose. That's right. Yeah. So you took your power back. I sure did. You know, in the language that we've been yeah. using so far so that you you could choose that's right yeah yeah, yeah. I, so I never used to wear makeup I mean I still don't wear much at all but I have got, gone back lately to what wearing lipstick but I'm doing yeah. it I'm doing it sort of uh, for fun really exactly. I'm doing it because I want to I'm not doing it yeah. um because I feel like I should um Good. I'm definitely doing it because I want to um and it kind of balances my face out a bit with the glasses and everything. But Fun. I'm doing Fun. that because yeah, exactly. I haven't got my bright, bright pink lipstick on today, actually. I had a similar <laughs> thing with my hair because I've been going gray. I started going gray when I was 21 and I colored it for years. Mm. I know we're talking about appearance here, but you know, similar vein. Yeah. But yeah. um I a few 
can't remember my early 40s I decided to let the gray well in fact I had it cut incredibly short so that I cut all the color out and um, realized it was white rather than gray now and um, yeah and I gave gave myself permission to have my natural color I mean it's now a bit purple but that's beside the point but yeah it's a similar thing because I was like oh I'm too young too, too young. I, you know, I don't want to be seen as older than I am. I'm too young to have this color hair, but actually, it's my hair. Um, it's your hair, yeah. and it's gorgeous. A your hair of, is gorgeous. A lot, a lot of my family had white hair, so it was inevitable that this was going to happen. Really, so um, yeah. And thank you for saying that. Yeah, um, yeah I, it, it, it's really funny because when you were talking about um, makeup, I don't know why it made me think of something that's not on my list actually. But in 2019. 2020 when we just gone into lockdown and I decided to start my coaching business mm-hmm. I, I remember the fear that I felt pressing publish on my website and there was all the perfectionism going on and all the you know and but actually you know I, I thought I have every bit as a right to publish my my website as anybody else do, does so press publish and was like oh like and of course, as anybody will now tell you, nothing happens because it's not like you suddenly get to the top of the list. <laughs> of the list do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, oh, they, I, I know exactly you know, what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly. But I had to really, really galvanize all my power together to go, you know, do it, publish it. You can do, you know, you have every bit as a right to, to do this. Uh, and um, yeah, press publish. And I had to give myself permission to do that. Yes. Yes. Hmm. And if I hadn't done that, all the things that happened afterwards wouldn't have happened and we wouldn't be here doing this podcast. So, I mean, we could say that about a lot of things, but uh, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. You know, in a, in a similar vein, I had to give myself permission to say what is true for me, you know, in this forum. Yeah. And I remember how terrifying that was at first. Like not, not the act of doing it with you. Like the conversations with you are always amazing. Like I love them so much, but then we would go to, okay, we're going to publish it now. And it's like, Ooh, is that okay? Like, how do I feel about it? Is that all right? Am I nervous? You know? And what I told myself was other, because it was the perfectionist that was starting to go, well, you aren't this enough or that enough or this enough and you're to this, you know, with all those voices. Yeah. And I remember telling myself, and I told you this too, I'm like, there's plenty of people who ha- who are in the world sharing their opinions and they don't have all these prerequisites. Like they just, they're just humans in the world doing their thing. And so I'm like, I'm giving my permission, myself permission to do the same. Yeah. yeah, And that was really one of the reasons when me doing my solo podcast in the first place, I was giving myself permission to have a place for my voice to be heard because yes. I had felt for so long that I didn't have a voice. Um, and once I found it, there, were, there was kind of no stopping me. So I needed I needed somewhere to, to, to put it and say the things that I wanted, needed to say. Um, yeah. I, the more the, the more we're talking about this and thinking about it, um, 
that there has been a lot of permission along the way. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing definitely for me, but I'm thinking probably for you too, that was on the back of many years of not giving yourself permission. Oh, 100%. Yes. It was on the back of um, walking into spaces and trying to contort myself into, you know, what is the, I mean, honestly, into, I would make myself small everywhere I went because I wouldn't want to make waves. I, I tried to just, how do I fit in well here? Like how, and, you know, use my gifts, but in the way that would be the best received here, you know, it was always kind of playing that game. It's like, well, I don't want to just come off the bat and say how I feel like I've got to earn that or, you know, it was some kind of that, some version of that type of thing. Yeah. So and, exhausting. Yeah. Oh gosh, it is. You're right. And I really remember um, in my twenties and early thirties, I did have a habit of moving job like every 18 months ish. Mm-hmm. Uh constantly searching for something that um, I didn't find until I looked inside but you know Mm -hmm. that's a well-documented journey but I did so I did a lot of settling into new jobs and I always had the approach of um, coming quietly coming quietly get my feet under the table see how the land lies get to know people Um, and that may take anything from weeks to months to sort of work out how I can fit in exactly what you were saying how I can fit into that and how much I think a lot of it was safety I think there was a lot of it how safe is safe is it for me to bring more of me into this space and also I should have known I mean gosh if I knew then what I know now I, I would have sort of understood what was going on because if other people joined after me and they came in all guns blazing and da da sort of here I am I'd be like who do they think they are? Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. so now I know that's, that's you know, me being triggered really by me not being able to do that and them coming in and doing that and me perhaps wanting to be a bit more like that or yeah. not necessarily to da here I am, but what I perceive to be the confidence that comes with that. Yeah. But I am also aware that there is not necessarily a lot of confidence. It's uh, might be equally a lack of confidence that's just displaying in a different way. Very true. I, I didn't yeah. know any of this then. It's really interesting talking about this now because I've not really thought about those um, scenarios. But yeah, gosh, I knew nothing. Absolutely <laughs> knew nothing. But because I was in, well, I'd never come across people who I could have, listened to and understood more about myself on the basis of what people were talking about but also um I was just had my head buried in survival mode I think for so long that I just didn't look up and you know see what was going on and 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 yeah yeah really it's a very interesting conversation this is (laughs) right yeah it is interesting to look back and from a new, from the new perspective of now, right? Oh. Where you've, you've gained so much knowledge and awareness. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. To yeah, look back is, on all is. those situations and, and see what, be able to feel what was going on there. Yeah. And also feel my complete lack of awareness. That's really interesting. <sighs> really interesting. Yeah. And I think anyone who's listened to, um, I'm sure it's in one of the episodes um, with you where I talked about discovering I was, sensitive highly sensitive and um 
sending two friends a text message to say, right, I've got something to tell you. Um, and, you know, this is quite big and uh, I'm actually highly sensitive. I'm thinking, oh, this is like, you know, such a mega thing to sort of be telling other people and um, them not really getting the the, the the magnitude of what it was <laughs> for me. And, and they didn't answer me for a couple of days. I'm like, oh. you know, but panic, panic, panic. Well, sort of. And then realizing that it, it, it this, this was my thing, you know, yeah. obviously it was my thing. And I'd given myself permission because on the top of, you know, my little list here of a few things that I've given myself permission to be one of them is I gave myself permission to be sensitive. Yes. And yes. to, you know, and to embrace my sensitivity. Absolutely. Yeah. That's been one of mine too. It's been definitely a a journey and you know being able to claim sensitivity as a strength and not Mm. as a label for what is wrong with me which is as I've said how I approached it in the beginning you know but to really own that yeah this is how I'm wired this is who I am and it comes with a lot of gifts and it means that uh, roam around in the world differently from non-highly sensitive people, but it doesn't mean I'm less than. Yeah. Yeah. And because we're we're a bit different and it's okay to be different. Yeah. You know, it's so funny, Philippa, because there's a part of me that loves to be different, unique. You and I have talked about the word quirky. We love the word quirky. Yeah. Yeah, You know, those types of, like, I love it. And at the same time, I've grown up feeling different, but mm-hmm. not in a good, like, like I didn't belong different. Do yep. you know what I mean? I do. I really and do. so there is something about like, again, bringing that in that power inside and just owning like, yeah, I am different, but not less than I am yeah. different. And I'm owning that difference and sharing that. Yeah. Yeah, there's something powerful and beautiful about that. Oh, there's something really powerful about it, and uh, like you rightly, you know, point out that that coming on the back of many years of feeling like, you know, you don't fit in, um, you're not as good as everybody else, or all those, all those other feelings that we've 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 talked about before that are very true for a lot of us. It it is a it is a big turning point um pivotal point to be able to actually look inside and go actually yes this is this is very you know this is me and if if I if I'm different to you then that's fine because this is me and you know you be you I'll be me and we'll we'll just be our own unique selves and that's that's so that's so liberating and so freeing um and, and really healing as well, I think, coming on the back of feeling like we don't belong or we don't fit in. I completely agree. It is liberating and it is healing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and for me, that was very much part of my integration, sort of like mm-hmm. in integrating the outside me with the inside me, really pulling it all together um and and just owning who I am yes 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, and be- better late than never. <laughs> you know what? There's no timeline for things. No, no. I wasn't ready. I, I, yeah, I, exactly. you know, I, I was, wasn't ready before it all came hurtling my way. Um, and I think we've said before in one other, in a previous episode that, um, you know, for anybody out there who is feeling like, you know, they're a bit different and don't fit in and things like that, that it's very easy to feel like that's your problem or that that's because of something to do with you. I think what I would like to say is, well, maybe you you're not they're not your people or maybe you know you're not going to fit in with that group because you know maybe you are a bit different but there are absolutely your people somewhere else I you know I wish I'd known that I wouldn't have spent so long trying to fit in in places that I clearly did not fit in oh my gosh yes right oh yes that one hits me in the gut uh yeah because now and now I have had the experience of one hundred percent finding my people mm. and it is a night and day difference like I really can't say enough about it I still have like I still get surprised in a wonderful way about how I am responded to and just loved and held and because it's because I found my people and so it I get, I'm getting what I need back in response from people. And it's like, oh, and every time I'm surprised, I'm just like, yeah, I I haven't been used to that. Like it hasn't been what I have known, which isn't to say I haven't been around loving people before. I don't mean that, but you know, we all have ways that, um, that just feel really good. And when people really get you, you know, without having to explain a whole bunch of it, but, but people really get you. It's those spaces. Like I finally found those spaces in it. Yeah. So if you're spending your energy trying to fit somewhere else, I want to echo what Philippa, what you were saying. First of all, there's nothing wrong with you. If you're finding that you're not fitting, just go find your people. Yeah. Let's go find your people. Go and take your energy. Take your yeah. energy some, somewhere else. Exactly. And, and actually, that's one of the beauties of us all being able to be online. You know, you know, we, yeah. wouldn't be able, we wouldn't have been able to do this podcast. You know, you're in America. I'm in the UK. You know, that, that yeah. is the beauty of being online. And a lot of the people, a lot of the HSPs I know, I meet on Zoom. I'm trying to think of any uh, in real life. I there must be. Oh, I have met a couple of people in in real life who I've met online first. Well, that's the beauty of it. I mean, the world is much more open. Absolutely. We're able to connect with people we wouldn't have been able to before. Yeah. 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 And um, have you got anything else on your list? Is that your dog? It is my dog. I apologize. (laughs) She's laying in her bed. So it's not like. It was either your dog or you. She's normally very quiet. Something has obviously annoyed her, but not enough to raise her head. Like she's just laying down and barking from that place. So apologies. Um, One of the other things I did want to mention is permission to feel my feelings. Yes. This is something from my childhood that I just always felt like I was supposed to put on a happy face. And I'm not saying that those were the exact messages I got. I am saying that that's how I internalized it and what I thought I was supposed to be doing. 
And, um, I mean, I was well into adulthood, not understanding that it was safe to share my feelings other than happiness. And then I was able to share some sadness in certain spaces, but it's been within the last couple of years that I've started to understand it was okay to share ang- like anger and my I, express anger is really a better <laughs> uh, to have anger, to express yes. anger to that. Yeah. Yeah. To have all my feelings, permission to have all my feelings, to feel my feelings. Yeah. Anger's a, particularly tricky one I think isn't it especially as women because we are taught that anger is not attractive it's not wanted it's not allowed in a lot of places yeah and um sorry if you can hear that you've got your dog I've got my angry uh, 16 year old uh, walking past the door shouting We've Uh, just got life happening. We have got life happening. We have got life happening. Um, And that's completely thrown me off. Sorry, what were you saying? No worries. We were talking about anger. anger. We were talking about anger. And anger is interesting, isn't it? Because I definitely have a complete aversion to anything conflict wise because I grew up in a house with a lot of anger a lot of conflict a lot of chaos and I just kept my head down and tried to stay out of it so for me and and I've got a very conflict aversion conflict avoidant husband so we've had to learn how to air our feelings around things and that that's okay and that doesn't mean that we are either in conflict or, you know, um, having a big problem sort of thing, you know, uh, and that it has taken us a long time to get there. Um, anger is like, we, we're still working on, I, I mean, I think I'm still working on what is anger in a way not what is anger what is okay what is when does it become a conflict how do you have difficult conversations all all of that is a bit of a mess for me still I think I'm still working my way through it um but definitely my anger my anger with my past Mm. um is what brewed and brewed and sort of grew hotter and redder in the middle of me until it blew when I lost my sight so anger in particular stays in your body really does if you don't let it out Mm -hmm. absolutely what other things have you given yourself permission for um the biggest one of the biggest things that I have had to give myself permission for is to take is to understand my needs and and, yes. and, get, and get those needs met so take care of myself really yeah and put myself first sometimes mm-hmm. quite a lot of this the time is, this is absolutely one of those tied to like we were talking about bringing our power back inside of us. Yes. Right. Yeah. And yeah, for me realizing like, Oh, I'm the one in charge of 
making sure that I have the downtime that I need and I have the self-care that I need. Like I'm that's, that's on me. Yeah. Adult me to do that for me. Like, Oh, oh okay. Because I had a habit of blaming other people in my life for not making it easy for me to do that. Yep. Um, or not for them, not just saying, you know what, you know what I see that you need? It's this, let me give this to you, you know? And uh, cause I remember I would get really annoyed with my spouse and be like, God, cause I'm constantly thinking about her and what she needs. And why wasn't she doing that to me? And then I thought, well, why am I not doing that for me? <laughs> very good question. <laughs> and that was a very big turning point for me. Yeah. And it's still a work in progress. I still find, I have to course correct all yes. the time. Yeah. Um, but I, I most definitely now I am on my own list of priorities now yeah. and I yeah. never used to be. No, me neither. I used yeah. to say I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even at the bottom of the list after the dog. I'm not on the list at all. Um, right. Yeah. And um, I, I used to do, I, I remember I used to, a, a, a lot of the time I would feel like I am doing this. I am doing all these things for everybody else. Why is nobody telling me to rest? Why Thank is you. No- yes? Yeah. Why is nobody telling me that I've done enough and I can, I should take a break or anything like that? You, you know, uh, and you know, the, the, we'll have to do a whole other episode around people pleasing because, yep, it, it's not it's not something to be glorified at all. Uh, and I, I really had to learn that 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 is you know it's not good for me it's not good for anybody else so I I had to put myself first I had to look after my own needs uh and it's uncomfortable to start off with when it when it's new like anything new it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um but I kind of got in my stride now (laughs) love it yes yes and um, did you have anything else on your list? Um, rest, permission to rest, uh, which yeah. is similar to in the whole self-care bucket for yeah, sure. Of course it is. Yeah. And then the other thing um, is permission to start something without knowing all the answers first or permission mm. to do something before I'm an expert, which for years I would have these ideas of things I wanted to do. And I kept stopping myself just like, well, I have to keep researching and I have to keep figuring it out and I have to figure out all the details before I even start, which side note is impossible to do. You can't figure out all the details before you start because you, you learn things as you go. Um, and that was just part of that perfectionist thing and, you know, safety, trying to keep myself safe. I don't Mm want to make a fool of myself. I don't want to make a mistake and make a fool of myself. And it's, again, it's still something that I work with, but I absolutely give myself permission to just jump in now and do it. And thank goodness for partners like you that help me so I don't have to do it by myself all the time. (laughs) It makes it a lot more fun. Yeah, because you said that about when we started, when we first started doing episodes together, didn't you? That um, you couldn't quite believe that I just turn up and it happens 
And but I do that not because I'm lazy and because I don't want to make notes. I do it because I want to be in the moment and I, I want it to be real. Um and not scripted. I mean, occasionally, like I made a little list, so occasionally I'll have prompts, but uh, but I do that on purpose. And you were a little bit horrified, I think, at the beginning. No, no, I I think you you misunderstood. I wasn't oh. all horrified. I was just like, it made me go, oh, there's an how oh, can she okay. do that? Because it's like, oh, my brain, oh, oh, and it helped me go. Well, then I could give myself permission to do that too. That's what that was. I wasn't okay. horrified. I was I was impressed. I was oh. like, oh, oh she, it, she just jumps in. It's, it's amazing. Another, another way to do it. Yes. And, yeah. you know, occasionally I, I, you know, I listen to podcasts all the time and I'll listen to other podcasts and I think, oh, gosh, I really I really should sound more professional. I really should sort of do this and that. And then I double I, I kind of say, don't you don't say that to yourself. You know, this, this, this is your podcast. You get to show up. And now this is our podcast and we get to show up how we want to show up. We're giving ourselves permission to show up, do our podcast and any other things that we, you know, we do together and, you know, wink, wink to everybody. There are other things on their way. Um, Yeah, they're coming. But, you know, we're giving ourselves permission to just do them in a way that that feels good. And wow, is that a big permission piece? do things that feel good oh yes right (laughs) yes yeah love that yeah yeah so all that this permission has really been for both of us massive part of our growth and development over the last few years yeah and really you know what it all all comes down to boils down to is 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 love Self-love, you know, allowing ourselves to be who we are and loving ourselves for who we are. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm. It, you know, when you word it that way, it's just like my whole body just melts because it's like, yeah, it is, it is me. Every, every permission slip is an act of self-love. Yeah. Yes. And it feels good to recognize how far I've come on that path of self-love mm. <laughs> because who started in a rough spot um, and still have I'm still on the path, still learning. Yeah, but yeah. it is it is lovely to, you know, like you were talking about, like look back in the past and go, oh, OK, I'm I'm doing it differently than that now. And I am. I am loving myself more. I am giving myself more permission. Yeah, because yeah. it's all step by step, isn't it? It's, That's right. It, it's not like there's any, like, you know that you've got, you know, you know that you've, you, the journey is done or, or this is self-love or whatever it is. It's it, it's not a place to get to as quickly as possible. That's right. it, it, it's It's just doing it bit by That's bit. Right. And it's a daily practice, isn't it? A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And um, and for me, self-love is, is, uh, is like there's, there's two two parts to it, really. Um, firstly, love yourself for who you are. So first of all, you have to work out who you are mm. and then 
sort of give yourself permission to be who you are. And that's sort of the first stage um, of, of self-love, I think. Do, do you kind of, do you agree with that? I do. It's, um, yeah, it's because it's the unraveling of, like, for me, it was who, who actually am I when I'm not trying to conform to what I think other people want or need me to be? Yeah. Like, who am I really? Yeah. And that's a great way to look at it. You know, if you anybody's listening and thinking, what, what on earth are they talking about? It's exactly as you just described it, Robbie. It's who am I at my core when I take when I strip away all those expectations that other people might have of me and all my conditioning? Yeah. What what I think society, my parents, my school, my work, my friends, my family strip away all those expectations. And what society also tells us we should do. Who am I at the core? And that's um, that that can be very daunting. Yeah. And and it 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 absolutely can hit us at times of transition. You, you know. So um, I certainly um, hit that late forties as my children were getting older. I was approaching fifty you know, deep in the perimenopause. But, you know, I am definitely at quite a life transition stage. Mm -hmm. uh, and that hit me big time then. Uh, and I had to learn to love myself in a way that I don't feel I've ever been loved before. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. quite emotional. Um, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big, and allow and being able to do that, like loving myself in a way that I've never, I've always wanted to be loved and never have felt like I have been, then uh, enables me to love other people like that. And maybe even to be loved like that. Oh, yeah. Others. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. And that is interesting because that's still a work in progress. I totally get it. <laughs> totally relate and totally get it. Yeah. But it but you totally you hit I've said totally 15 times now. You you really hit on something so important there, which the when we're longing for something, like we want someone to see us, we want someone to love us, we want someone to accept us none like none of that will soak in until we're able to cultivate that for ourselves about ourselves yeah which absolutely can seem daunting and big and hard which is why you and I always talk to people about getting resources mm. right getting a trusted therapist a coach hello we're here and available but but it's not about us it's just knowing and also knowing that this is a process like it it's one step at a time. It is. And but, but don't be afraid to get support and help while you're on the journey. No, exactly. And as is the catchphrase, it's possible, it's doable, it's worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I, I yeah, it, there, there were times it was incredibly hard, um, but I would not go back. 
Yeah. Well, why would I now? You know, I would not want to go back. I think there were times during uh, those reckoning, those moments of reckoning that I, I, I may well have wanted to go back had it been possible, but luckily it wasn't. So I just had to keep on taking little tiny steps. Yeah. Along. I think for me, you know, big moments of those kinds of self-reckoning, I love that terminology have been when I have had some kind of like health crash or like, you know, life crash, like things just are suddenly like poof. And I, I think it's because there's this, it's kind of like, well, everything is shit right now. Anyway, like what else do I have to lose? It's kind of that, you know, because it, it can be scary to change. It can be scary to look at these things, but when your life has already upended and it's like, well, might as well just try like dig in so that I can try to do something different because what I'm doing hasn't worked. It's just blown up in my face. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt when I ended up going to therapy. Cause I just thought I, I ended up saying, well, I've got nothing else to lose now. Yeah. Um, I, which is I, so painful in the moment, but is. actually is like an open door. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, um, I, I'm just agreeing with you. And um, you know, I, I like to to say to people, you know, try not to you don't have to hit rock bottom to 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 be able to do the work. Um, I was so avoidant that I was I had no intention of going anywhere near, I don't think, uh, uh, which is why, you know, I, I lost this. I'm, you know, I'm convinced that's why I lost the sight in my eye, because it, 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 it made it all come crumbling down and I had no. Um, no choice, but I would love to implore people uh, to, if any of this is resonating, you know, it's possible to do the work without hitting rock bottom. It it, it really, it really is. And it's easier to keep life sort of going along at the same time if you happen to hit rock bottom, Uh, (laughs) you you know. Um, And I said there were two sort of prongs to self-love. So, you know, the first one is all about self and seeing self and giving ourselves permission to be ourselves and you know the second one for me is loving then loving yourself for for what you bring and the role that you play so it is that that sends I suppose a little bit more outward looking but that's after the inward Mm. and it's not it's not outward looking but it's like looking inward and working out who you are and loving yourself for who that person is who you are and then okay and what 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 do I bring what what do my people get what 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 am I here for what is my what are my gifts what all of those things that we've that we've talked about in the past and we'll no doubt talk about again absolutely yeah I'm hearing when you're talking I'm like yeah like gifts what are my gifts what is my purpose like how can I best serve yeah and it's so important what you said that that comes after the going within right yeah. and the loving ourselves for who we are because yeah. otherwise we get into the people pleasing which we'll talk more about in another episode then it's all just like oh let me do the things for the people so I can you know yep. be yep. okay and feel okay and yep. yeah that's yeah. that's not what we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about loving yourself enough to know to find who you are and then being able to share from that 
place. Well, it's then sharing that wonderful person who you are and you know exactly. you love. It's sharing that person with whoever else you choose to share it with. That's right. Yeah. And the role that, that you play, be. and that will be many different roles, um, yeah. depending on where. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we've already identified a few, a few more uh, podcast subjects. Purpose being another one, people pleasing and purpose, and uh, yeah. I, um, yeah. I think I'm done. What about you? I think this is a lovely place to leave it. We can give ourselves permission to be done with this yes. episode. <laughs> Permission to be done for this episode. Um, thanks. I've loved this conversation. Oh, go, gosh, there's like a broken record to say that every time, but I have enjoyed this, situ- uh, this uh, conversation. And it's nice to be getting back, getting now into recording um, new episodes, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. I love it. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. So th- thanks everyone for being here, listening, watching. Um, and we'll be back again soon with another episode. So it's bye from me. And bye from me. Thanks for listening to HSP Connection. If you've enjoyed it, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could rate the podcast and share it with anyone you think might be interested. It helps others find us. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can also leave us a review. To get in touch with us, you can email us at hspconnectionpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you with your thoughts and comments on the episodes and any suggestions you have for future topics and guests. We are both HSP coaches and speakers. And to find out more about Robbie, go to Robbie Lee, that's L-E-I-G-H dot com. And to find out more about Philippa, go to safeandsupported.co.uk. See you next time.